Would you pray with me for a moment? Loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, my God, my Redeemer. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You know, as we stand on the threshold of a new year, many of us are contemplating some personal resolutions individual goals that promise self-improvement and growth this new year. Do you have any resolutions for the next year? Have you been thinking about the things you want to do? Some of you are laughing. You're hesitating already? Yeah, it's started yet. I know I have my pile of books that I want to read. I, I saw these courses that are going to be offered at AWC and, um, you know, just like things like time management and, and how to avoid procrastination. And I guess I'll check them out later. Um, <laughs> but, you know, these are things that we can do. We can plan for them and imagine, you know, how can we make work this out so that 2024 brings some growth to us as individuals. Um, this is good, this is a good thing to do. You know, we should always plan ahead. However, as we embark on this journey, let us pause for a moment to consider not just our, our personal resolutions, but our communal aspirations, the shared dreams that bind us together as a church family. Do we have any resolutions as a church for our church this new coming year? Could we agree on a few? You know, setting goals as an individual is not super easy, but setting goals as a community can be challenging sometimes because it demands negotiation, compromise, and a collective commitment to thrive together. I've explained this to friends of mine who have served in churches from different contexts that, you know, whatever the pastor says, that's what, that's what goes. Let me tell you something, that's not the way it works in the United Methodist Church. And I'm thankful for that. Are you thankful for that? Yes. Here in our church, we negotiate. I come to you and I say, you know, I'm hoping that we can do this next year as a church. And you can come back to me and say, you know what, Pastor? How about this other stuff too? I'll be like, yeah, and then we engage in conversation and we figure it out together. I'm only one person, and I can make plans, and I can have dreams, and I can have aspirations. But let me tell you something, if we don't do this together as a community, those won't take us very far. Are you with me? So we have to, to agree as a community on those things that, we'll, that we will be focusing on as a church for the next year. As we move forward, what are some things that we can, can agree on and as we do with our individual resolutions, we should make them realistic and achievable. So how can we as a church hold each other accountable and contribute to reaching our communal goals? Friends, I am convinced that we need to listen to each other as we plan for the new year. We need to dream together. You know, Jesus and his family took the time to do this. 
to be a part of our community, to listen to other people's testimonies and, and learn from them. That is what we read about in our scripture message for, for today. And I, I just love this passage because um, we have so many passages in scripture of Jesus teaching to others. We have so few passages of Jesus kind of learning from others. But it happened. He was a person just like you and me, so of course he needed to learn from other people. And the people that were there at that place in this particular passage, people like Simeon and Hannah, Anna, they had some wisdom to share. And, 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 and Jesus and Mary and Joseph, they, they took the time to listen to them and to grow. So the first thing I want us to think about is, is how important listening is in community. You know, the first character, the first person that we read about in this, in this passage is a man named Simeon. All right? Now, I don't know if you know this, but the word Simeon actually means to listen. This is important for us to know. Because when we read scripture, the name of an individual can tell us a lot about that person. Did you know this? This is the way things work in scripture. So I know that Simeon was a listening person. He was at the temple constantly and listened and learned about the prophecies of Jesus. He was told he would not die before he saw the Messiah and he listened to them. It wasn't like you know, he would hear something and then it would come in one ear and out the other. He listened, he paid attention to the things that were being said at the temple. And he trusted in them. He lived accordingly. We love people like that, don't we? And we need people like that in our congregations, people who listen, people who pay attention, people of faith. There are people like that in our churches, people um, uh, who, who, who pay attention. We are all called to be listening disciples. Just as Simeon listened to the prophecies about Jesus, we are called to listen to the stories and the wisdom within our church community. Because we as a church, we possess some communal wisdom. Did you know that? We can learn from each other. We can engage in conversation, and that makes us grow as a community. One of my favorite quotes, I believe it's from Mark Twain. Um, and it goes, we are all ignorant, but we don't all ignore the same things. I just love that, right? It begins with some humility there. Yeah, we're all ignorant. There's something we can learn from each other. We have something to give. We have something to contribute. So if no one has told you this so far, let me, let me be the first one to tell you this. You have something to contribute to this congregation. Your wisdom, your knowledge, your ministry, your service, these are important for our church today. No one can give what you can give to this congregation. Can you say amen? Yeah. No one can do what you can do for this congregation. 
Because we need each other. Now, I know pastors who think they can do pretty much everything in the congregation. Let me tell you, I'm not one of those pastors. God is, God is teaching me, I should say, God is teaching me, because this is a learning process for me, that I need you, I need everybody here in, 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 this, uh, in this process, because I'm not an expert in all things. I may feel like that sometimes, and I may talk like that sometimes, but let me tell you, I need you. We need each other. So if we're going to strive to be a better church, to thrive, we need to be better at listening to each other. How's that for a resolution? Could we make that a resolution for our church for this new year? Can we be a listening church? Yeah. Listening requires paying attention, being present. Again, I've said this before, but it's not listening just to wait and see what it is, when it is my time, my time to talk, right? But it's actually listening to learn and to grow. So that's one thing. That's I think that's a good resolution. Maybe we can agree on it. Now, in order to do this, we need to be consistent and show up. All right. Simeon and Anna, the characters, the people we read about in this passage, spent so much of their time in the temple, constantly worshiping, fasting, learning. Now, I'm not going to tell you you need to be here at church every day. All right? But I will challenge you to be present when you are here. And I kind of began talking about this this morning for our opening prayer, where uh, being present is just not just being in sitting in the pew for an hour, but being present means actually um, being open to what God has in store for us. Presence requires openness from our part. This is crucial. We need to pay attention to the signs of God's work in our community. If we show up with open hearts, we may witness God's promises being fulfilled right here among us. Just as Simeon declared, my eyes have seen the Lord's salvation. Our consistent presence can open our eyes to God's extraordinary work in our midst. Listen to this. This is part of the, the, the reading that we just did. Guided by the Spirit, guided by the Spirit, Simeon went into the temple. So being present requires that we are open to being led by the Spirit. Now the Spirit is kind of funny. I tell you this as someone who grew up in a Pentecostal church and who still considers himself a Pentecostal at heart, all right? The Spirit can be funny. And I don't mean funny like ha-ha funny. I mean the Spirit will lead us, friends, to all kinds of different places. Sometimes the Spirit leads you to go to church, and you have to listen to that. Sometimes the Spirit leads, leads you outside of the church to do ministry in the community, and you have to listen to that as well. 
Where is the Spirit leading us this, this new year? Where, uh, where are we being called to go this 2024? As listening people, we don't just listen to each other. We have to listen within ourselves. Because one of the things I'm learning about, friends, this, this year is that your body speaks to you. Are you with me? Sometimes, you know, I'm feeling, you know, a little stressed. And I realize, oh, man, I can't focus on doing something. And then I realize I have to uh, kind of stop and listen to my body. Because if I listen to it, the, my body will share some wisdom with me. One of my favorite, uh, 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 how should I say, the analysis is just thinking of, uh, the word symptom, you know, and how we should listen to our symptoms. And someone decided that uh, symptoms sounded like Satan, which means holy person, which is a prophet. And, and that person said, you know, our symptoms can be quite prophetic. If we listen to them, they'll tell us something about where God wants to move us sometimes. Are you with me? We listen to our bodies. We listen to how are we feeling and we listen to each other and it's, it is in that way that we can discern where the Spirit the spirit is leading us to go. Again, we can be led to go into the church like Simeon was. We can be led to go to the community. We can be led to go to all kinds of interesting places, but we need to be willing to listen and willing to go. Can you say Amen. So that's the second thing I wanted to share with you. The third thing is that, um, you know, listening, we have to be a listening community, but we don't listen just to listen. That's not, that's not where it all ends. After we listen, after we go, after we learn, then we are, taught, we are called to talk and speak up. We are called to speak up to share the things that we've learned, to share our own wisdom with other people. Simeon and Anna not only witnessed God's promises, but also spoke up declaring their firsthand experience with Jesus. They did not say, hey, let me tell you about that thing that so-and-so told me. No, 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 no. They said, I've experienced something and I want to tell you about it. This is first-hand knowledge that I have. My eyes have seen the Lord's salvation. Man, I, listen, I, it may not look like this, but I work hard on these sermons, uh, I promise. Uh, and I, I enjoy preaching. I, I tell people I enjoy preaching more than I enjoy actually writing the sermon. But I think it's important for us to listen um, uh, to the, the pastor's kind of interpretation and take on Scripture. But that's, that's not the only thing. That's not the only thing that we have to listen to. I, I, hope, I hope our... Uh, a communal church journey doesn't stop with, hey, you going out there and telling someone else, hey, let me tell you something that my pastor said. Are you with me? I mean, I, I'm glad, 
I'd be glad if you did, right? If you go to someone and say, hey, let me tell you something that my pastor said. No, that's that's a good thing, but it's not the it's not what we're going for, uh, we're going for here, my friends. We're going for our, a personal kind of uh, experience of God's presence in this place. Simeon didn't say, hey, let me tell you about something I heard. He said, my eyes have seen the Lord's salvation. He was telling others about his personal experience. And if I do my job right, I'm going to challenge you to look for opportunities to experience God's presence in your life. So that you don't just go out and say, hey, let me tell you something my pastor said. I want you to go out and say, hey, let me, say, let me tell you something about this thing that God is doing in my life. Can you say amen? amen. Let me tell you about what, how I've been experiencing God's salvation in this journey. Yes, I'm sure my sermons are great. And you can tell me all about it at the end of the service. You want to tell me, hey, you know, Pastor, that great sermon you preached today. I'm, I'm open to hearing about it, all right? Sure, I'll, I will do that. But let's not stop there. Because you got some messages to preach. As we're not, everybody's not going to come over here and preach at the front of the congregation, but we all get to share our stories. We all get to share the things that God is doing in our lives. And the things that God is doing in your lives are different from the thing God is doing in my life, and I want to listen to them. So once again, let's go get some coffee. <laughs> I want to hear about it. I want to hear your wisdom. I want to hear what the, where the Spirit is leading you in your spiritual journey. Are you with me? I'm going to be blessed by it, and the congregation is going to be blessed by it. That sounds like a good resolution as well, to be guided by the Spirit, to speak up about our experiences. What are some other resolutions that we could have as a church? Can we think of some others? Perhaps we need to work on being more, more of an inviting church. Perhaps we need to be more of a, of a serving church. Let us come together and figure it out. I'm willing to listen to you. Hopefully you'll be willing to listen to me as well. Amen? Amen? We'll figure it out together. But friends, it is so important that as we stand here at the dawn of the new year, we can embrace the challenges and the joys of living and growing together as a church family. Sure, have your individual resolutions. Make them realistic. All right? But also let's commit to listening, being present, and sharing our stories of how Jesus is working on in our lives as a church, as a community. It is in community that we find strength, it is in community that we find support, and it is in community that we find the assurance that we are not alone in this journey. Jesus was not alone in his journey. He had people like, like uh, he had his mom and his dad, he had people like Simeon and Anna declaring, affirming the work of God in that place. And that blessed Jesus. 
And just like Jesus was blessed, you and me need to be blessed by people, faithful people who are willing to share their stories and speak up and declare that they've seen the Lord's salvation and declare that God is doing things in this place. And it is in that way that we can learn and grow together. Yeah, yeah, we benefit from these testimonies. We benefit from this story. So I pray, I pray and hope for a, a blessed and happy new year, my friends. But let us continue this communal journey with open hearts and a shared, shared purpose here at Fraser United Methodist Church. Amen. Can we do that as a church? Can you still say amen? Amen. Praise Jesus. Let us pray. Loving God, what a blessing it is to be part of a community here at, at First United Methodist Church. We realize that there are things that we can do as individuals, and those are good things. We can learn, we can read, we can work, we can do a lot of things, but there are things, God, that we can't do by ourselves. There are things that we need to do in community, and we want to be present for that as well. Help us be open, and help us realize that even Jesus needed these people, Need, Jesus needed to hear these testimonies. Mary and Joseph needed to hear these testimonies for their growth and uh, for their um, uh, development, for their spiritual journeys. Help us be present in this place. Not just thinking about how we're going to be blessed, but, but thinking about how we're going to get to bless others through our actions as well. Help us speak up. Help us speak up when it's required. Because I know that each one of us has something to share. Because I know you're working actively in our lives. So give us the courage to speak up when it's required. Give us the courage to share the things that you are doing in our lives. In this place. And help us go where we are sent. Yes, God, Simeon listened. Simeon was aware of where the Spirit was guiding him. He went to the temple that day, God. We want to go where we are sent as well. Help us be courageous to embark on that journey. Help us as a church to go where we are called to go, to speak up and to declare like Simeon did, did that day, our eyes have seen the Lord's salvation. Help us testify to your love, to your grace, so that people may know not how good we are, but how great, how loving, how gracious you are. This we hope and pray. In the name of your son, Jesus, and God's people say, Amen. Amen.